hello. My name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. That's right. It's your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday or whenever you happen to watch this thing. You know, I was just thinking, um, you know, true crime is a really big deal right now. Uh, I'm not really into true crime because I've had crime happen to me. Do you do you find that people that are into true crime have never experienced any true crime? I'm just thinking that that's really what's happening right now in the world. Like, or not even in the world, but like in our country, there's a lot of girls talking about true crime. Oh my God. And then he like bashed her with a bat in her apartment, you know? And I'm like, I've, I've had things close to that happen. I don't need to listen to true crime. Do you know what I mean? I don't know why it's so popular right now. So I don't think anyone who loves true crime has ever been in a true crime. I know I said that, but I just want to reiterate. It's almost like the, uh, and I had to write this down because I didn't, you know, I, I work with notes, friends. Um, the tough mutters. Do you remember these things? I think they still happen. I don't know. Another thing I really don't want to do where you have to crawl through mud and run, you know, from things and jump and climb like you're an army person. And listen, I'll tell you what, I have been in situations where I have to run from the police. I have to climb over a wall. I have to do a thing. I don't want to be in your tough mutter thing. Again, I think it's a thing for people who've never had any tough mutter shit happen to them in their lives. So they're like, let's go get dirty in the mud. Like, I'm like, I lived in dirt. <laughs> do you understand? I've lived in mud. So I don't need to do that. So the tough mutters and the true crimers, I'm so excited you guys are excited for your stuff, but I can't relate at all. So that's all I'm saying. And I've really been talking, I've been thinking about the true crime thing a lot. And I will ask more people, but so far, very innocent, <laughs> these lovely, lovely listeners. Uh, another lovely thing that happened uh, this week was um, I was able to go to therapy. Finally, therapy for this madness. And uh, <laughs> we're all a bit mad, aren't we? Isn't that what the uh, Alice in Wonderland line is? Anyway, we, we, we went to therapy, me and my many personalities, went to therapy this week and I w I'm very lucky here in New Mexico that they help me with the, um, you know, uh, specialists. The state is helping me right now, which is really, I feel very blessed. Anyway, uh, behavioral health specialists, that's what they call it now. They don't say like in the crazy, <laughs> go to the room with the crazy people get taken care of. No, they call it behavioral health specialists, which I was like, I don't, I don't know. I just want to go and talk to someone who doesn't know me, who can tell me some things that might be smarter than the people who do know me and that it, I shouldn't burden them with all my shit. You know, I think we all need therapy, don't you? I mean, therapy is amazing if you get a good therapist. Now, it's just like dating, kind of, you know? I mean, you're not going to blow your therapist, but, and I prefer a lady and I don't prefer a lady to date. So there are some differences, but you go and you find somebody that you really get good energy with. And, and if you don't on your first time, like I've had friends say to me, oh, I go to therapy, Jess, but my therapist falls asleep a lot. Uh, fired. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you, who is the, how could you, anyway, unless it's narcolepsy, but then you got to go, narcolepsy, but then you got to go, they should go get help. 
anyhow, so I went to the therapy, and it was provided by the state, as I said before. And uh, my therapist's name is was Crystal. And I don't know if I told you, if you watched last week, you know, I don't want a poor Crystal. Any girl who's named Crystal, I'm sorry. It's not okay. You're not okay. Your your childhood was messed up. If your name is Crystal, do you understand? Either your mother was insanely uh, hippie and into rocks, crystals, rose quartz, because I need you to have love for me today, honey. Uh, or she was into... Crystal. So those are the only women I know who are named Crystal. And yet I get a therapist assigned to me named Crystal. So it's already a thing. And I, so I go and I, and I'm in the waiting room and it's a lovely uh, place if you're a, in need of very much help. Like it's a great place if you're really down on your luck. It's a fantastic clinic if you need to sleep on the floor in the waiting room. It's fantastic. I recommend this clinic for you if you need a needle exchange or a nap in a waiting room underneath some chairs. So it's called First Nations, First First Nations Community Health. And it's a wonderful place. Like I said, they offer so many fantastic things. Now, I don't, I'm not in need of these things anymore. All I want is a little talk therapy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in the waiting room, gentlemen sleeping under the chairs. Uh, then, um, and the needle exchange line is very long. It's very long outside. So I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for Crystal to, to come out of wherever she's at. And she and all of a sudden this woman pops out of a, of a door and it looks very small behind her, but I'm not, I'm open. I have no expectations. You know, you're going to therapy. You're already like, Ugh. so I was like, I'm not, I have no expectations. There's a gentleman sleeping at my feet. I have no expectations that this is going to go any kind of way. So uh, the woman opens the door and she goes, Jessica. And I say, yeah. So she calls me in and <laughs> I can't not say anything when I sit down in this windowless room that she has. I said to her, Crystal, is this a closet? And she laughs and says, well, it used to be. Oh my God. It used to be a closet where you're giving me the therapy. Do we think this is going to work at all? Is this going to take? I'm in a closet. She goes, well, it used to be a broom closet. Oh, should that make me feel better that there were like bigger things in here than coats, than just coats? There were big, you know, there were mops and, and big buckets in here, Jessica. You should feel good about getting your therapy in here. So I laughed and I said, wow, that's a, I'm so sorry that you have to be in here, Crystal. Now I'm apologizing to the therapist, which is always a great thing to do when you first arrive for your intake. I apologize to her. Oh God, Crystal, this must be very hard for you to take. Meanwhile, it's hard for me. What the fuck are we doing in a goddamn broom closet? I already have a lot of mental issues. Now I'm sitting in a broom closet with a woman named Crystal. Okay. So, uh, I, she says, yeah, it's a broom closet. I said, I'm sorry. She says, well, I gave my notice. You gave your notice. Okay. Now you're telling me too much. This is my therapy session. And the first thing that I understand from you is we're in a bro windowless broom closet and you've given your notice. How should I feel secure about any of this? It's very familiar. I will give you that. It reminds me a lot of where I come from. Oh, I don't know. Unstable, a little fucked up. People are sleeping in places they shouldn't be. There's a closet involved. That A lot of that has to do with my childhood. I won't go into details because 
<laughs> that's more my one-woman show, which I guess this is too. Welcome, and thank you so much for coming. Uh, so we're in there for about five minutes. We've laughed about it being a broom closet. I've apologized to her with, for her surroundings. She's told me her notice is on give. Okay, all of a sudden, the gentleman out in the lobby has woken up, and he's now screaming uh, at the security guard who's out there, yeah, fuck you! And then he screams, you should just kick me in the head. Okay. I can hear it really clearly because we're in a broom closet and the fucking door is, you know, the and right outside the broom closet is the lobby where the gentleman is like, kick me in the head. And apparently they know him. They're calling him by name. And then Crystal gets, she gets a little sad look on her face. She says, you know, can you excuse me a second? I have to go and deal with this. <laughs> of course, Crystal, of course. Leave me in the broom closet alone on read. In my intake for therapy, I must look really healthy to everybody. I mean, you know, there's a lot of judgment and weirdness around uh, uh, white people, like how white people are, which I think is obviously we're colonizers, we're horrifying, all that stuff. I get it. I'm a Jew, but still I look like a Karen person. I get it. But, you know, don't fucking put on me that I'm, like, mentally stable or I have any money or I'm happy. Do you know what I mean? These are the things that white people get, the stereotypes. Oh, look at old Karen over there all rich and happy. Stand by for a second and just hear me out. I had welfare growing up. I had food stamps and welfare growing up. I still do. Did you hear me? I fucking took therapy in a closet recently. I'm not trying to qualify like who I am, but I kind of am. Just get to know me. Let's get to know each other. I met kids growing up. I was a black girl that I met. I remember I was like, college? I didn't fucking, what'd you go to college? You didn't go to college. She goes, yes, I did go to college. I'm like, I'm sorry. So like we put our shit on other people and then we think that we know, you know, we don't know anything. We know nothing. And that's why I was just quietly waiting for Crystal in the broom closet while she dealt with the gentleman out in the lobby. She got him into the back. They got him to sleep again. And they gave him a place to sleep. I'm telling you, this place is a fucking godsend. And yet I'm like, am I taking up room here? I I should probably go. Am I taking up a little space in this place where others that are in dire need are, are, are here. So, uh, Crystal comes back into the closet and we're, and we get on with our little therapy, therapy session where I say to her, uh, at a certain point, I say to her (laughs) what I said to you, I've never met a girl named Crystal who didn't have a very hard childhood and come from something really crazy. I tell my therapist and she goes, Oh my God, my family. And then I said, hold on. This is my therapy session. Again, I kind of had to keep getting us back on track. Focus up, (laughs) Crystal, just because I'm open and I get it, you know. And yeah, we can be friends. Let's be friends outside of here. I don't mind. But please, oh my God. And then at one point, she's talking about uh, trauma and uh, how trauma... Did I say trauma? <laughs> trauma. Sometimes I sound like my mom and it's embarrassing as fuck. My mom was had a very affected, she was a Jew from Queens, but she talked like that. <laughs> she very Madonna. That's how, that's what I, I relate to. Like my mom just, oh, Madonna, sure. Or Ma, M- Madge. She would talk about people like she knew them. Anyway, 
uh, we're in the therapist thing. And she said, and Crystal says to me, oh, trauma from DNA. You know, a lot of us have carried trauma from our ancestors. She says, like myself, I'm a, a Navajo and I have, you know, some trauma in my background. So that, at that moment, I was like, I'm a Jew. I'm a Jew. I have trauma. That's what I yelled out at her and like, like nervously. <laughs> nervously qual I'm qualifying myself again help I'm okay I'm enough you know and so she was like oh yeah uh-huh I was like you know like holocaust stuff I mean not as I don't know it's just not as bad as you guys but whoo it's not a competition it's not a competition and this is therapy maybe I should try to calm myself down a little or maybe you crystal should try to calm me down so anyway long story longer she's not my therapist at all she was just an intake well she wouldn't have been anyway because she gave her fucking no because I would have too. It was very triggering at the, can I use the word triggering with you guys? You understand. It triggered a lot of my old shit. Like I said, very familiar, like at my house, my mom's, you know, she rented a house in Topanga Canyon. My mom did. And we had a payphone in our house. That's how broke this bitch was. The, a payphone in the home. We didn't have a real phone, not a real phone, a pay phone. Yes, you're hearing me correctly. And don't, I shouldn't repeat it again. You see, I have anger issues from having a pay phone in my fucking house. It was in the kitchen. It was silver. It was mounted to the wall. And there was a basket underneath, underneath that had coins in it. But wouldn't you know, these broke bitches all they had were pennies in there. Pennies. And I was alone a lot. And one time I was alone and it was nighttime and I was scared. And I tried and I'm digging and digging. And you know how you have that smell, uh, sensory memory? I have this smell of pennies. Uh, that really fucks me up. Because I'm like, I'm scared. I'm scared. I got to make a call. I need a dime. All right. I'm aging myself. Who cares? What did, What is this? Like, I knew I was going to be alive. I should be proud to be here. I am. I'm very proud to be here. Uh, anyway. Oh my God, that was almost half the show just on therapy with Crystal, but it was, uh, it was something <laughs> and I'm actually scheduled. I asked her, I said, I don't mean to be rude, but do I have to come back to this establishment again? Because it really gets me cuckoo. I have had a bout with homelessness. I have had a bout with, uh, heroin use. I shouldn't be coming back to a place. And also there are very handsome homeless in your parking lot. It's all of it is bad for me. It's all bad for me. So if I'm going to be honest here at ye old therapeutic processes, fucking get me out of here, Crystal. So she did. So God bless that bitch. And I wish her luck at her next job. And I hope that there are no gentlemen that are screaming at her to kick him in the head. Uh, it's been a very intense week because I think if you want to get hippie with me, I was raised by the hippies, the naked wolves. I will remind you full moon last night, harvest moon. Uh, <laughs> what is my problem? Why am I laughing? Uh, Pisces moon, very emotional. The Pisces, the water, the cry, cry. Uh, if you had a lot of that this week, I understand if you're a little angry, a little aggro, it's totally legit, man. And you can always blame it on the, you know, I had a coworker once who came up to me all the time and he was like, Jess is, uh, <laughs> Jess is Mercury in retrograde again? Because I feel like crazy right now. And I'd be like, yes, yes, it is. Nightmares. Exactly. 
Exactly, my love. A nightmare. Okay, a lot of lucid dreaming. You may have seen a lot of spirits at the corner of your eye. I know you witches understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And listen, I don't mean it witch in a trendy manner. I mean it witch like your fucking mom raised you with herbs and shit and said, Jesse, you know we're witches. Uh, she said it to me so often that as, a, as one of my first tattoos, I do have a witch on my side. Oh my God, I'm going to... Uh, Anyway, I've seen a lot of people get angry this week, and myself included. But I was at the Dollar General, because <laughs> I'm a classy bitch. And I was at the Dollar General, and I was waiting to check out. And there was this white kid uh, boy who was a worker there, I thought, but he was not anymore because he was cursing out the manager lady, uh, white lady. And he's like, you fucking bitch cunt, I'll fucking fuck you up. And it was intense. And then, uh, and she's getting yelled at by him and I'm not doing his whole, you know, I'm keeping it calmer. I know this is very fast for a lot of people, my voice, my, my telling of stories. So I'm really... Oof, it's hard for me, kids, but you know what else is hard? Life. Get used to it, Jessica. Take a breath. All right, so he was cursing her out. She was behind the counter. He was behind the counter. There was a white lady in front of me, old white lady, um, you know, pinched, you know, the type. So she was uh, ahead of me at the counter while the white boy was cursing out the manager. You fucking bitch, cunt. I'll fucking fuck you up. And then the manager's like, can you just go outside? She's not even saying anything back to him. She's like, can you just go outside? Can we just do this outside? Like, she wasn't even objecting to his name calling. She's just like, let's just take it outside. So, because the Dollar General, it's a classy joint. You want to fight outside. So, and let me just say, P.S., let me preface this with, the Dollar General that I live nearby has been... Uh, people have tried to burn it down. They've robbed it numerous times. Sometimes they have to close early because there's just no one to work. So, hmm, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, so, <laughs> so he's screaming at her. She's telling him to go outside. The white lady's at the counter. And the white lady says to the girl, as it's happening, as this is all going, hey, fuck a bitch, can't I fuck you up? And she's like, can we just take it outside? And then the old white lady goes, excuse me, excuse me. And I'm like, oh, this fucking old Karen Biddy, what's she about to do? And, I, and I'm thinking to myself, if she fucking complains right now, I'm going to yell at her. So she goes, excuse me, excuse me, um, were you the manager? She said, to the, obviously it's the fucking manager. And the, and the kid is still in the store and he's still cursing. And the manager's like, yeah, I'm the manager. And she's trying to deal with the boy who's cursing her out and, and quitting. And the, and the old lady goes, yeah, I don't really like what he's I don't like his language and I don't like the way he's behaving in the store I screamed out I, I if you know me you know me I screamed out Karen obviously they're having a hard time right now nobody wants to hear that shit shut up and get your fucking stuff and go and she was like oh and she looked back at me oh you know they don't like me because they think I'm gonna be quiet and I am not and I am never quiet. And I am proud of my never being quiet because fuck you, lady. Don't you see? Read the room. There's a fucking situation going on. I don't really appreciate his talk. <laughs> well, guess what? We don't appreciate you commenting on it. Get the fuck out of here. Dollar General shopper. If you're a Dollar General shopper, you have to accept that there's going to be a lunatic 
in the store when you're there, that there may be a robbery and that someone's going to be yelling or cursing or some shit is going to go down. A person might take a human poop in aisle six. It's all happening at the Dollar General. If you know, you know. Anyway, I'd like to say uh, RIP to Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald passed this week. Uh, great comic. Even better. Creepy dude. That's right. Uh, my friend uh, <laughs> my friend Micah hit me up. Shout out to Micah Jones. What's up, Miss Jones? Uh, girl I grew up with in uh, L.I. And um, a black girl who taught me more about Judaism than I knew at all. It was a, I love her to death. So anyhow, she reminded me that Norm MacDonald had uh, once talked me into phone sex. He got my number... I was much younger than he at the time. He got my number and then he used it to ah, finagle me into some phone sex. Eh? You want to, hey, how about a little phone sex? <laughs> like, what? His voice has got to be one of the least sexy voices. Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, sure. Sexy. Oh, Look that pussy. Like, ew. I, ew. Ew. Ew and more ew. But at the time... I was using a little heroin. I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little bit of a junkie. And I thought, oh, Norm MacDonald, he's cool. Yeah, look at You know, and because I was kind of uh, nodding out a lot of the time, I had a similar voice to his. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, big old, big old creepo. And I think it's interesting, I've always said this, uh, people, uh, back to the judgment call, the people judging a book and all that shit, uh, people are scared of uh, folks with tattoos, and I say, don't, don't be. The tattooed people, I will say this and I stand by it, I've said it before, if you, if you see someone with more than seven or eight tattoos, these fuckers need a hug, okay? Just go up and, mm, they just, you're, it's okay, baby. It's okay. I know. I know. Shh. Rub their back a little. It's okay. They're charming and gentle. Now, khaki pants. If you see a gentleman wearing khaki pants, probably most likely a white gentleman, do not engage. Do not go near. Do not put your drink anywhere near them. Do not leave with them to any undisclosed or disclosed location. Y you heard this stupid fucking story just this week right about the white girl who we paid way too much attention to white people in this fucking country can we please pay attention to the indigenous black and brown women that are also missing in the thousands bastards anyway this broad's story is a sad fucking story the white chick that died she had murdered by her, the hands of her man well here she called the cops cops came white man talked to the cops Oh, everything's okay. Like I always say, yeah, who's who's scarier walking down the street towards one another? If you know this bit, just stand by with me. It, uh, who Who's more scared of one another walking down the street? Uh, dark alley, we'll say. A uh, white girl walking towards a black guy or a black guy walking towards a white girl? It's the black guy. He's way more scared. Why? Because we could say anything. Do you understand? Now I'm the scariest bitch on the block unless there's a white man next to me. That's real. That's America shit. Ugh. Let's try to change it. 
let's try to change it. We got to. We got to. At least, we, at least, I mean, we got to. At least talk about it. It's too important, man. It's too fucking important. The fact that there's so much media attention on white girls. If you haven't watched uh, uh, Elephant in the Room, Patrice O'Neill's special before he died, he talks all about this. And it it is insane how the justice system is fucking broke and the way that we look for who we choose to look for with women is broken. Uh, hey, hey, y'all. Hey, you cuties. Uh, so all I'm, I'm trying to say is, um, I guess, fuck, <laughs> fuck the police. Uh, but she called the police to try to help her. And then the white man was like, no, it's the khaki pants. I'm telling you. So we often judge people from the way they look. And we think of like, I don't know, what are you thinking of? Old movies or something from 1946, like Reefer Madness? And you're like, ah, the black man's going to come and rape my white lady. Like, shut in the fucking shut up. We are so much more deadly. We've proven it over years and decades and fucking centuries. We just keep proving how deadly we are. So, I mean, it's not a competition on who's killing more people, but say the white people kind of got it (laughs) why did we talk about that because we need to because we need to now i'm going to reference uh one of the um stories from last week which was uh uh, uh, one of the feet one of the listeners had sent in a story she wanted me to talk about. Shauna, this one's for you. Now, last week she sent in a a story about, she she wanted me to talk about how shitty it was that there were these boomers that were going to the dispensaries in Culver City, Venice, Santa Monica, all these very wealthy, now wealthy, now wealthy neighborhoods in their Teslas and their Range Rovers. And they're like not even paying attention to what the fuck is all around them, which is tent cities and really sad, a lot of really bad stuff going down. And she was like, what the fuck are these people do? You know, and they used to buy bad weed or they were even against weed. So this was her story last week. And this week I wanted to just give her some light and <laughs> some, this is some light and some love. Uh, an Albuquerque teen this week in the new, our local news, an Albuquerque teen keyed a man's Tesla. Yes. Okay, so I feel like that was, he probably keyed it at a fucking dispensary. He's probably like, this motherfucker, and just, you know, I don't even know what it's for. But I would appreciate not getting keyed, right? Nobody wants to get their car keyed, but fuck that Tesla. (laughs) And also, have you heard about, speaking of teens, let's talk about these motherfuckers. All right. Let's talk about it. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, there you are. I didn't even see you were here. Um, so, okay, teens, they're going crazy. They're going nuts. They're beaning up a storm. Does anyone know what the beaning is? I mean, I'm sure you all do because you're all on the social medias and shit, right? Well, if you don't know what beaning is, that's B-E-A-N. That's right. Bean, like refried, pinto. I'm th- yes. Beaning is the... <laughs> And everyone got suspicious when the kids were buying like can like uh, bags and bags of cans of refried beans. Everyone's like, "What are these kids? What are these kids feeding the homeless?" Like they're not. They're it's the opposite. 
Well, they're not smearing the beans on the homeless. That would be horrifying. I'd be like, oh, this is a new trend. Ah, just feed it. To, just give them a bowl of it. They need a little protein. But no, they're not feeding it to the homeless. They're not hurt, putting it on the homeless. They are smearing it on your front door. I mean, if you're a homeowner, I guess. <laughs> Can you imagine they, like, climb the gate of the apartment building and, like, find my fucking apartment? I mean, let's not put it out there. I don't want to spell that shit. But you know what I'm saying? These kids are out there just, like, like spooning out, spooning out big, big dollops of bean and then smearing it on the driveway and the, and the front mat of the door. It's like. What the fuck is going on? Remember, remember Ding Dong Ding? That costs money. I find it's weird because it costs money. You know, when we were kids, uh, well, I didn't do a lot of pranking, but I do remember Ding Dong Ditch, and that shit was the best. Like, just fucking ring that bell, motherfucker, because there were no doorbell uh, cameras. There was nothing. So you could just like, bang, bang, bang. And I had this one Mexican girlfriend, Lisa, and she'd be like... <laughs> She would fucking yell that it was the INS. And I was like, Lisa. And she's like, ah, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, it's not so hilarious. But it was, uh, you know, it was fun for us. It was fun for us. Uh, but we never, I never spent money on, um, oh, thank you, baby girl. I, uh, my skin, you know, my regimen right now, my regimen, <laughs> what is the matter? My regimen, my, re- you know, what I do to my face, I beat it. I, uh, no, I'm not a lot of beating. I, maybe that helps. Well, I don't drink alcohol anymore. Not for a long time. I think alcohol really funks with your skin. I'm also a Russian Jew. And I feel like I look at my aunties and even my mama when she died, she was in her seventies and she looked fucking, even though she was like, Oh God, Jesse, blonde hair, light eyes. Ugh. You mean us? (laughs) What the fuck? Oh, the self-hating mother, a lot of us have her. Hey, I'm looking at you. Okay, what else happened? Oh, I slept through my abortion. You know, I I mean, I wasn't getting an abortion. I would never sleep through an abortion appointment, ever, nor have I. Uh, I I, I show up bright and early, um, but I slept through my protesting the protesters, and it made me sad. So uh, this week, I'm going to set my alarm, and I'm going to go protest the protesters, because that's what I've been saying I'm going to do for a while now, and I still haven't done it. And the sign is very long, but I think it's lovely. Uh, Jesus would not approve of you not loving these people because Jesus loved everybody. Leave them alone. Uh, I don't know if it's going to fit on my poster board, but I'm going to try. So I also, uh, so watch the beaning. Um, I also uh, went to, oh my goodness, I went to a, uh, uh, I'm looking at my note. Can you see I'm looking at my notes? Look at my notes. Do you enjoy my new vegan hair dye? <laughs> I dyed my hair pink this weekend. It just makes me feel better. I don't know why. I think, well, let's I just told you why, because my mom hated, you know, white people. So I'm like, well, maybe she would have liked, she loved it if I dyed my hair, all all the colors she loved that were outrageous, like pink or blue, green is fine. Uh, But my favorite, Jesse, was when you would wear the braids. And I have been posting pictures of myself with the box braids. And it's, it's, 
it's a different look. The interesting thing about me is I feel like I'm like Zelig. Does anyone get that reference? It's a Woody Allen movie. I know, Woody Allen, whatever. But his movies were good in the, you know, the old movies that he did. So Zelig was a character that just would, would show up everywhere and kind of just chameleon into the whatever was happening. So, yeah, thank you, baby. Yeah, it feels cotton candy-ish. That's what I wanted. I, I feel like it's just bright and, and shiny, all kinds of good good stuff. And I was inspired by all the lights that I saw the other night at the state fair. That's right, fuckers. I went to the state fair, and I was so excited. I loved it. I loved it. And I've only been to one other state fair, and uh, that was Syracuse, New York, and I was working for HBO Cinemax and they had flown us. Well, I was working for HBO Cinemax, like man on the street where I would just stand around Times Square with like a monitor television and I'd show people clips of things. And I'd be like, what'd you think of that? What'd you think of that movie? What's your favorite TV show on right now on HBO? Do you have HBO? What's your favorite show? And so it was really fun gig, you know. But uh, one time they were like, Jess, we're going to send you upstate to Syracuse to cover the state fair. And I was like, okay. And I'd never been. I mean, L.A., I guess they have it in Ventura. And I think we had been to the Ventura State Fair when I was little, like a teen. And, you know, a lot of acid and stuff. I mean, I don't know if it was at the fair, but around that time. So this is, I don't know. Uh, anyway, Ellen was there, my mom, because she had to drive because we were young. But I was with my boyfriend. Anyway, I had been to one fair, but couldn't really remember it. So anyway, they fly us up to Syracuse State Fair. And we're up there, and I'm realizing this is very country. Like, I'd never experienced anything like that, being from L.A. and not really being anywhere else in the country except for New York City. And so I'm up in Syracuse, and there's, like, there's pigs uh, that are getting weighed. And it's like, for the biggest pig... You will win the a year of free heat. You know, there was shit like that. Like, feed for seven horses in a year. And there were all these prizes that I was like, wow, what is this? This is amazing. And I was very tripped out. And then, and then one of my... Um, one of my questions for my crowds that I was interviewing, the people in the fair, I'd be like, hey, what's your... Because we want to very open, very vague, very loose. I say, hey, what's your favorite genre of movie? And this one man said, oh, I don't like that genre movie at all. And I was like, this is state fair. So, <laughs> and they had like all those, like the mirrors that were etched out with like the Van Halen symbol and like, well, it wasn't that long ago, but you know what I mean? <laughs> there were some really intense keychains with like a, a rabbit foot. I mean, it was very throwback and I, and I loved it. But they, they, they flew us up there in those little puddle jumper planes. I don't like, I don't love that, but we had a great time. We came back the same night. It was all just a one day deal. So I was excited to go to see the Albuquerque state fair. And I thought, Oh, I'm going to have to drive some place. Like my aunt Vicky would say somewhere in Schlabutkiville, which is, it means very far away in the Jewish, um, Schlabutkiville, which I love. You have to love. I mean, you don't have to, but I, 
recommend it. It makes for a fun time. So out in Shlobotki, I thought I was driving to Shlobotki. So uh, I figures out it's only three miles from my fucking apartment. So I'm like, Jesus, Albuquerque, you got everything just tucked in here. It's such a fucking trip. So I, I drive over, meet up with my friend. Oh my God. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, I wouldn't want to get on a ride. I don't trust those rides. Do you trust the rides? And there was just one ride that just went in a loop the whole time. Just a loop the whole time. Like cliffs. There were a few rides that reminded me of cliffs. And I thought to myself, did cliffs close and then just open some of the rides over here on the fairway? On the stairway? On the fairway? I don't even know what it's called. Anyway, big old fucking size of your head turkey legs and a funnel cake. We didn't eat anything. We didn't go on any rides. We just walked around. Walked around. Looked at everybody. Everybody was very cute. Everybody was very excited to be outside. It's so fun to see everybody so excited. And you know, I live near a school, so I hear these kids come out for, for a recess and they're just like, ah! and they just scream. And I think to myself, wow, wouldn't that be great if we could all just, I mean, I guess I kind of do, but if you could just go out, you know, like last night, I know a lot of people wanted to go scream outside. And if you could just go and just, ah! just let it out, just let it go cares i mean you could don't do it somewhere where people think you're in trouble maybe take yourself somewhere nice or into a pillar ah! you know? i just recommend screaming a lot um so the state fair was wonderful i got one thing while i was there i got an airbrushed beanie that says wood on it and it you got to get something airbrushed from the fair if you're gonna go to the fair you gotta leave with an airbrush something and i thought it was funny that it was so country to get an airbrushed thing but it's so normal. That's airbrush. The fair, of course, that's what you do. But in New York City in the '90s, airbrush was like the most hip hop kind of, you know, what, urban culture. I don't know what the fucking news calls it. Uh, but it was like such a hip hop deal, and you would get like your your name with a boy that you liked, or like you a hat, you know, with your. I have a get wood hat from. Yes, I've held it that long it must be disgusting on the brim anyway under the brim under the brim uh anyhow i also uh want to thank i really really want to thank mrs mariachi mota for the splendid energy and and beautiful shows that she puts together for the vendors of the, the weed and the and the good stuff and the and the, and the pipes and the thing huh? it's like anything you want it's like a swap meet and it's so great and she's just such a positive love and force and light in this whole scene and I just wanted to thank her and I wanted to thank the guys that I did the show with the other night I also want to say I'm sorry that I threatened to kill uh myself and everyone else in the showroom I was having a, a hard couple moments <laughs> those moments <laughs> yes airbrush and iron-ons oh god I love a good iron-on anyhow I love you guys. I got to go. I've gone over. I so love you so much. If you would like to help me out, which I know you would because you're such doll faces, please share the show. Uh, it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost anything for you to for you to laugh and to share some laughs. And uh, so please, uh, won't you share it with some like-minded friends? And um, let's see. I am doing some shows coming up. Uh, I'll be actually in Palm Springs, which is going to be a gas. And then back in Albuquerque, I have a bunch of shows uh, in October and I'm very excited. And I just want to say, wow, uh, thank you to you all for being supportive and loving and sending me things to talk about, sending me comments and 
concerns and catch-ups and all the things. I really enjoy them. And uh, please take care of yourself this week. Remember, we're still kind of in a pandemic. We're still in pandemic. I know it's weird. We're, it seems like all funky. But just just be kind to yourself and be kind to each other. And, uh, you know, find some things that bring you joy that don't hurt you or hurt anyone else. And do them, man. Do them. Like, I masturbate a lot. I mean, not to the point where I'm missing shows, but... It brings me much joy. So I I send you all my love. I send you uh, so much hugs and stuff. And um, I'll see you next Tuesday. I know. I love saying that too, especially with a smile. Listen, I love Buddha, but I say fuck a lot. Kind of what keeps the balance, I think. Anyways, I love you guys and gals. And these and them and you and what and hey Mwah. love you be good to yourself see ya <laughs> what was that voice i don't know <laughs> just being so silly all the time <laughs>